Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing shielding the cut, kicking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo will for you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a late Thursday night emergency podcast, an extension emergency podcast a good day for Carson Wentz a bad day for the Dallas Cowboys and an apocalyptic day for wild turkeys in New Jersey and North Dakota the Eagles signing Carson Wentz to a four-year extension that will have him in Philadelphia through 2024 it is a 117 107 million dollars of guaranteed money 32 million dollars per year on the four years of the extension and we're going to talk about it it's birds with friends bo wolf shil kapadia committed as ever to our dear loyal listeners this is good we were going to pod tomorrow now we get to knock it out today and uh we don't have to do tomorrow fantastic i'm i'm thinking now maybe i can try to go play some golf tomorrow or something like that i need to get one pet peeve i haven't played all year before we get into the extension to NFL reporters, can we stop with the like, whoa, like big money, you know, like can we? It's ridiculous. Congratulatory. Just if you have something to report, report it. Okay, we don't need to be doing all this and uh, rubbing the agent's feet and all, you know, whatever. Okay, let's let's get to the Wednesday. Well, and also like, oh, like the well, we'll get to it. But like, oh my God, that's a lot of money. It's yeah. Well, okay. Top top level thoughts for me are, you know, once the Eagles decide that Carson Wentz is their quarterback, they're going to pay him. So they decided that. So once you've decided you're going to pay him, the smart thing to do is to pay him before the other guys in comparable situations are going to get paid. So they beat Jared Goff and uh, Dak Prescott to the punch. I think that Howie Roseman and Jake Rosenberg have uh, like v- very definitely earned uh, the level of trust from Eagles fans that they're going to handle these contracts appropriately. So uh, like, I'm not really worried about the details if I'm an Eagles fan. Once you decide that, that Carson Wentz is your guy, this makes all the sense in the world. I mean, is it going to, in the future, uh, crunch things a little bit for your roster? Of course, but that's, uh, that's the decision you make. And you know, the only way that this is a bad move in any in any sense is if, uh, you know, his back is Fakakta and it turns out that, uh, you know, that has not been right the whole time. Other than that, like this is this is this is easy money. This is this is exactly what they should be doing. Well, they had two options, which we talked about. We've talked about for much of the offseason, probably even before then. One option was to do what they did here and the other option was to wait a season and let 2019 play out see what happens 
you know, I, I think I think the upside to that strategy is probably a little bit overblown. You know, you could say, well, he he hasn't been healthy at the end of the last two seasons. That's true. And you could say, well, you know, what if he uh, miss it, gets injured again next season and misses four games? I don't know that that doesn't really change the equation as much as some might think. I think you know? you're right. It's like next offseason rolls around and, okay, he missed four games. He's fr- You know, you're frustrated. Maybe he missed the end of the season. It's not a great sign. At the same time, he's 26, 20, a 26 or 27-year-old quarterback with MVP upside. And those guys don't take discounts. They get paid a lot of money. And so, uh, you know, for, for anyone who might think, well, if that scenario would have played out, then they could have gotten him at like some big discount. I just don't think that that's reality. And I think that's what they understood here. I mean, the only scenario that you really would have where you're not you're agreeing to a contract extension with it. Well, no, that would I mean, the only way you're not paying him a lot of money is if he has like a catastrophic injury. Right, and so, then you're you're screwed anyway. You're screwed you know, any a good a good quarterback uh, who is not like forty years old is going to get paid a ton of money no matter what, and so you might as well just get it done before the next guy pushes the uh, you know pushes the ceiling even higher. Sure. So you could have protected yourself against that catastrophic injury and said, let's just wait a year and see if it happens uh, next season, and that would have been fine. And I'm sure they considered that if if. Went his asking price this offseason was something insane. You know, maybe they would have done that. They would have said, well, we're going to have to pay him a lot next offseason anyway. He's asking for a lot this offseason anyway. Uh, let's just wait and protect ourselves a little bit. But, you know, as we discussed at the top, everybody mentioning the amount of money, he is not being paid as the top quarterback in the NFL. You know, if you look at sort of the average annual per year, it's $32 million per year. That puts him behind. Now that's, that's starting in 2021, right? 2021. That's right. the four-year extension, yes. He still has just the two to, years left. Just, to, just on to his, set the table, that's all. Yeah, on his uh, remaining deal. So if you look at just the extension, uh, he's behind Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger, and Aaron Rodgers. And so is it a lot of money? Yes. Is it, did he like blow up the market? No, he did not. And really the, the reality is if he would have played well in 2019, if he reverted to that 2017 form, which is, you know, certainly uh, a possibility, then he would have been in position to be the highest paid player in the NFL, in my opinion. Right. And so, you know, you were, the way they probably work this out is that there is a pretty good scenario where we're paying more money if we wait a year. So let's see if we can get it done now. I mean, that that really is the, the bottom line here. And then there are also just the, um, you know, the interpersonal dynamics. Do you really want to play a ton of hardball with this guy who is not only the, the face of the franchise, but um, someone who you want to be the leader in your locker room and who has faced uh, some uh, criticism for his uh, ability to lead a locker room. So I, I think it makes sense for them to work in conjunction with each other. That said, if the decision-making process that went into the contract extension is anything like the decision-making process that went into releasing that video of him uh, and Jeffrey Lurie with their behind-the-scenes negotiations, then I would be worried. That was strange. That was very. Listen, you're the uh, you're the Larry expert here, so yeah. that didn't come up in the interview. <laughs> that didn't come up in the interview. Let's go now 
to uh, some behind-the-scenes footage, courtesy of the Philadelphia Eagles. Will this play? No, I guess not. Oh, oh wait. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. All right, North Dakota kid. How about playing with Eagles for many more years? I like the sound of that. You up for it? You going to sling it? Yes, I am. All right. <laughs> and then uh, a bit of an awkward stare into each other's eyes and then to the camera. That was released before. I couldn't hear anything. Could you hear it? You played that? I played it. You couldn't hear it? No. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, but I feel like this really should not be this hard. Oh, wait, I guess because you're wearing headphones? Is that well, what the problem is? Well, it's because your audio is coming in through my computer. But I can play it on my phone. If that, So let's let's do it that way. Okay, do you need but a minute? I mean, I'm, I'm going to need an extra second. Okay, here we go. All right, North Dakota kid. What what is that? What what is that? And it's also exclusive behind the scenes look at Carson Wentz's contract negotiations. I mean, that was obviously in in jest. I know, uh, I know, but that was released before they announced the deal. It did feel sort of like an SNL skit. I will, uh, I will say that was very weird. Do you look at the North Dakota kid? North Dakota kid. Mm. That's weird, man. I have a, I have a feeling we're going to be uh, <laughs> referring to him as the North Dakota kid quite a bit. The North Dakota kid, yeah. Um, well. Stop trying to sabotage my, uh, my part two Lurie sorry. story next year. Sorry. I know it's coming. Okay. Tell me this. Let's, let's frame it this way. Peckness migrate. Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Dak Prescott. Uh, I would nest Wentz one year. Is that what the the peck is? Yeah, of course. Come on, you 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 you're the co-host of this show too. Uh, well, let's let's not remind people of that. Uh, I would probably, I think Goff. I would uh, peck and I would migrate Prescott. I mean, I guess a little bit. It depends what kind of team I have, but no, I feel good about that. Okay, so those are the, those are the guys in the same sort of age uh, experience level. Now do it with the guys at the top of the, of the current market. Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. This is for when? For one or for the remainder of their well, so you would obviously migrate Roethlisberger, right? Because he's much older. Yeah. Mm. You go first. Hmm. You want to think about your boy. You want to make sure that he's not listening to this podcast in case you're oh. gonna in case you're gonna nest him. Ooh, I just wiped my eyes with uh, some jalapeno residue, so I've got a little. Oh gosh! Ouch! What are it's you okay. doing? Kind of nice. It'll keep me awake. Kind of nice. Well, I mean, it's... what's the matter with you? <laughs> wash your hands. I did wash my hands. Okay. Well, now I got to do a little bit on the on the right eye just so it's even. Otherwise, it'll it'll all feel off, you know. No, that sounds insane. It should be a burning sensation. Well, it's not. It's not. Ter- it's not like awful. But it's all like- right. Stop. Just stop trying to avoid the uh, question. Um, if we're doing like the remainder of their contracts, I think I think no, we're not doing the remainder. The of remainder their of their of their. Careers, major of their careers, or one. I year. think you have to. I think you have to nest Russell Wilson. Oh, oh, look at you, you Russell Wilson lover. He's the only one who's proven he can stay healthy. 
I would agree with that. Where I think we're, we may get crushed for this, but uh, I would agree with that. I, I mean, he's never missed a game in his career. There's so. a little bit less downside. Now, if you're telling me Russell Wilson and Brian Schottenheimer or Carson Wentz and, like, you know, an anthropomorphic lamp, then I'll take the latter. What if I'm telling you Russell Wilson and Doug Peterson for Carson Wentz and Brian Schottenheimer? I'll, I'll take Russell Wilson and Doug Peterson. What if it's D- Russell Wilson and Andy Reid still with the Eagles? If they had, things had gone, gone according to plan. Versus what? Versus um, Carson Wentz and Marty Schottenheimer? Versus uh, Mitch Trubisky and your boy Sean McVay. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. How about Dr- how about Drew Brees and Freddie Kitchens? I don't think Drew, Drew Brees wouldn't do well under Freddie Kitchens, right? <laughs> That's the downfield attack. I guess. Okay. All right. So how about Jamarcus oh. Russell and Bruce Arians? In. Hmm, that sounds good. Okay. All right, so that's the reason that the Eagles did it. Now it is uh, it keeps him through. I was thinking through 2024, Bo. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 41 years old when this contract. 41 is shield. That wow. really did not make me feel good when I did the math there. Well, here's the other thing that I think has to, um, uh, you know, color your decisions if you are a decision maker. In there's every chance in the world the world could be over, so you might as well push things down the road. Hmm. Also, I know there's a big focus on guaranteed money with all the NFL contracts now, but with the quarterbacks, it's like you expect him to play through this entire contract. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. a little. I mean, quarterbacks so, are, yeah. You, you worry less about age. Feels like Wentz's camp might be trying to push that uh, guaranteed number a little bit. Yeah, the, the, uh, the up could go up lower. to or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just speculation. Okay, so you would have done this deal, correct? Definitely, is and I there... do think I do think that like it, it is worth saying that in terms of like contract structure and things like that, the Eagles are are in a un, or Eagles fans at least are in a unique position where they don't really have to worry about the like the details uh, too much because the, because Howie Roseman and Jake Rosenberg have earned uh, the the trust that that they are going to at least in terms of like the structure of the contract going to uh do it as well as as anyone else in the league stop kissing up well i just think that's true like it's, it's i a, think it's true. like if it I was if it true, was chip kelly I, signing this, is, this deal this you'd, you'd worry you. about yeah well that i don't you, like that, you playing this role that tells you how true it is just give let's just let's just give them the benefit of the doubt they're so great at their jobs come on well i'm not saying i'm not saying the decision <laughs> the, the decisions deserve the benefit of the doubt but you don't have to worry about the structure of the decisions that's I all. agree, especially with something this big. Now, when you're talking about like giving Haloti Nada, you know, right? Yeah, was. exactly. Like that was a bad move. <laughs> okay, but I'm sure that his contract, uh, you know, they got out of it. Well, they didn't sign him to. They didn't give him guaranteed money for a second year. That's probably a pretty good example of that they're doing a good job. Is I had to break out Haloti Nada. <laughs> I mean, most most of the other teams, you would probably have a bigger uh, a bigger mistake to point that's to. What that. That's what they should. That's what Carson Wentz should have tweeted. Instead of, instead of his video, he should have just tweeted, I'm back. That would have been good. That would now, been, I do uh, think, like, there is still, you know, he does still have to prove that he can stay on the field. Let me ask you this. If Car- if Carson Wentz's camp said, uh, we'll do the deal this year, but we want to be the highest paid player in football, 
give us uh, 36 million a year I think you would need to do that Th- then do you do the deal um I don't I don't uh trust myself to know the I, I don't I don't know maybe okay I think then I don't know you probably, I don't know the, I don't know the cap machinations off the top of my head okay I think there, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know it uh, as well either. But I would say then maybe you just wait because if you're paying him that much, well, now yeah, then play. that's what that's where you're the upside or the downside right. of protecting against by doing it now. So you're right. Yeah. This is so. This is you know I, I wrote a piece for the Athletic uh, Philly, which I believe uh, Pistol Pete right now is editing, and it will be up. Uh, but you know, two obviously there's two main points with Carson Wentz the player. You're right. I mean, the durability thing is just kind of a there's not much to say about it. Like we, we don't have great uh, that you can't really analyze that. And, you know? but there, and like, there's also like, there's really nothing that they can do about it besides maybe right. hiring better medical staff. So a few points that I, I made in this uh, piece on the athletic one is I think a positive sign and encouraging sign for Wentz this off season is that it feels like he's acknowledged some of his flaws or, you know, so I don't, I don't even know if you want to call them flaws, but things that need to get better and is working on them. And I would point to, you know, the Philly voice article that came out. He didn't just completely dismiss it. He said, you know, I've, my emotions have been kind of all over the place. Clubhouse maybe I cancer. Can't. What's that? Clubhouse cancer. Yeah. He, he said, maybe I can be a better teammate, all that stuff. So I thought that was a good sign, kind of the way he approached that. And then two is, uh, what he said in his most recent press conference, I think it was, where he said, you know, he's focusing on flexibility and diet and these different things. Uh, so he's at least acknowledging that he's got to do everything in his power to be durable, to stay on the field. And I got to say, it's still kind of, uh, you know, every time he's out there, I am noticing that he does seem, I, I would love to be able to get a number and, you know, I guess we're reporters, we can work on this, but, uh, of like what his weight is now compared to what he's played at in the past. Yeah, it, looks it a does little, feel a like bit, he's skinnier. Yeah, maybe a little yeah. bit more pliable. Is that the word? Pliometrics. Is the word I'm going for. Okay. Yeah. So I think those are good signs that he, you know, he is, uh, he is not dismissing all those things and saying, you know, if I get hurt, I'm going to get hurt. Uh, my personality is my personality. I have nothing to work on. And again, these are just words. We have to see him put those into action. But I think those are probably good signs when you're handing a guy this kind of money. Yeah, I guess if you start with the uh, the softball game last Friday night, it has not been a, a good week for the uh, Carson Wentz clubhouse cancer narrative. Why? What, just because well, guys showed up to a softball game? Out. Yeah, Malcolm Jenkins comes. Tory Smith flies in, then they sign him to the big deal. Some questions from uh, from listeners about what what you think this means, if anything, for uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Are you playing something? No. Did you did you hear my question? You said some questions from listener. Oh, I thought you were going to read read some questions. No, about what you just what you think about what if this means anything for Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. Oh, has he has he tweeted out a congratulations? I don't think so. Okay, uh, but I don't. I I mean, they've still got enough money. I think some. I, I would be surprised if something didn't happen with Malcolm Jenkins that appeased both sides. 
Well, I guess mostly his side. But if, <laughs> yeah. if the Eagles didn't give in a, a little bit, I mean, I don't know. I guess there's a chance that he could be asking for something crazy, but that's not. Uh, do you ever do? Did you see Malcolm Jenkins' uh, Instagram video of him like working out in some random field? I mean, there's like seven a day. Those are so funny. Like the guy. I don't. Out. I don't remember him ever, ever no. post video of himself working out until this. They are he's funny. A, he's a smart, savvy man. Oh yeah, no <laughs> doubt about it. He had a very funny video the other day about like his doing a, doing an old head impression. Like going to, going to some party that was very funny. The, the walk he was doing. The right? walk he was doing was really yeah, that good. Was good. That, that was good. That was funny. That was very good. I think I'm gonna do a. I think I'm gonna do a, a Wolfston where I just ask the guys in the secondary what's the most old head thing about Malcolm Jenkins. See if they have anything good. I don't know if you should have given away. That's a great story idea. Now someone can just swoop in and steal it. Well, then I'll just have to have to kick their butt. Okay. It sounded like you were going to say something stronger there, but held back, which I think was probably. The right move. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I am. I am like a, a couple glasses of wine deep. We were we were having a nice. This was going to be our uh, you know finale for season three of the Great British Baking Show, but we only got we only got through the sec, the semifinals. We got to hold off on the finals because of this. Mm, Can't wait to hurts. see what happens to my girl Nadia. Okay. Na- well, that, now you have something to look forward to tomorrow. Nadia and Tamal, both very very likable, both very very talented. Rooting against Ian. Okay. What, what did you What did you have on the docket for tonight? Nothing. Nothing. No. Surely there must have been something. See this. This goes reading back comments, to reading comments on the JJR Sega Whiteside article. This goes back to the whole uh, "What'd you do this weekend?" like question. Like you don't have to shame me. I don't need some. I don't need to have something planned every night. No, but what you know, you don't have to have anything planned. But what would you have done? I was doing some some bedtime okay. for my kids. That's so exciting. Good. Everyone you're, needs to hear about it. You're a wonderful father. That's a nice, you yeah. know, pat yourself on the back. All right, let me see. Some of these other points I made in this. Obviously, you're banking on the 2017 Wentz showing, showing up again, right? That's the obvious. The upside is there for an MVP caliber quarterback. But I also thought to myself, the floor of this guy is, you know, injuries aside – but like last year, he did not play well. I think we can all agree on that. He was not himself. And he was still, what, the 12th or 13th best quarterback in the league? And there was that Warren Sharp uh, tweet that I don't know if people saw, but it was like you know, some of the best numbers ever for a third-year quarterback last year, even though he wasn't that good last year. I did want to do some type of comparison of him with like some of the other uh, big boys at this stage in their careers, which is always tough because you have to adjust for era. And stats and all that, but uh, I wonder if there's something to be done comparing him to, you know, like Aaron Rodgers. Well, and- listen, I mean, let's like, I don't know, let's let's go through it now. Who who is who is definitely better than Carson Wentz? Well, uh, for let's go for the through. rest of their careers or for, no, for the next, this year for the next two years. Tom Brady. No, I would not. I would definitely not agree with that. I agree. Not definitely better. Um, Miami. Well, definitely, definitely is a dumb term. We should we we should say who we think. Okay, fine. Uh-huh. Who do you think is going to be better over the next two years, Carson Wentz or Tom Brady? Wentz. I agree. Uh, Miami Wentz, Buffalo Wentz, Sam Darnold. Wentz. Lamar Jackson. 
Wentz. Ben Roethlisberger. That's a tough one. Statistically, that's really a toss-up, I would say. Okay, well, pick one. Well, I'll let you be the homer. I'll go Roethlisberger. Okay. Uh, Baker Mayfield. It's also a tough one. I think Baker Mayfield is like one of maybe three guys you would you could legitimately make the case you would want them over Wentz. Uh, Starting and maybe maybe wise. more. Yeah, maybe more than three. Maybe it's like three to five. Uh, I'll I'll just say Mayfield for okay, the. Let's uh, let's thing. let's let's do it as if we are being generous to what the do, other to the other side. What's so, that word word er towards er? Yes, right. Okay. We will we will err on the side of Air. of okay. uh, the opposing <laughs> quarterback. So that's two. We you could say Brady if you want. I know that uh, you know all the Julian Edelman stands who who love to listen to the podcast are gonna are gonna be all on Brady. So I'm still saying two, maybe three. Andy Dalton, no. Uh, Deshaun Watson, you like him a little bit more than I do. I like Wentz better than Deshaun Watson, but yes, I think he would fall in that category of it's reasonable that he could have. You know, I don't think I think they're going to come down this year. So if you're asking me for the next two years, yeah, I actually wouldn't take Deshaun Watson. I would not, even if we're airing. I would still take Wentz. Uh, I, I I'm on board with that. Andrew Luck. You could definitely make the case for Luck. Let's say that's three. Mariota, no. Nick Foles, <laughs> of course. Uh, no, Mahomes is four. Philip Rivers. Rivers, no. Uh, Joe Flacco. <laughs> you couldn't remember who the Broncos quarterback was, it could you? It took me a second. Uh, no. Derek Carr, no. No. Dak Prescott, no. No. Dwayne Haskins, book is out. Eli Manning, yes, obviously. Uh, Mitch Trubisky. What is, what is book is out? I mean, we don't know anything about him. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, no. Kirk no. Cousins. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, yes. it's not out of the realm of possibilities that statistically in the regular season, Kirk Cousins' next two years are better than Carson Wentz's. Yeah, but I mean, the over-under on his playoff wins is is uh, zero. Yeah, I, yeah, I would take Wentz. Uh, Rodgers, well. five. Yeah. Know who they're listening to? We're yeah, gonna say Roger Stafford. No, Breeze. I think Breeze. You could definitely put in that. I think you got to you got to say him. That's six. Cam Newton. You could a little worried about the him. shoulder, but you want to put him there. I mean, you could. I I don't know. I mean, I would. Let's say that. It, let's yeah, say I, that. I think put him there i mean i like cam newton more than most people but yeah that's eight well we didn't we didn't give deshaun watson so we'll give we'll we'll flip the coin the other way this time so that's eight matt ryan yeah i think you could put him in that category too okay nine this is actually a little bit more than i thought me too uh good exercise winston no jared goff no russell wilson yes we've already debated garoppolo no and uh, Kyler Murray book is out, so that's that's uh, we've got him as eleven right now, generously to uh, the other people. And you were kind of uh, you were kind of quick there with uh, with Jared Goff and Jimmy G. Well, I think everybody knows where we stand on Jared Goff, who is just garbage. You hate him more than I do, for sure. It's not that I hate him; it's just that I never want to watch him play because he's terrible. No, I disagree with that. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's you know, you, 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 if you're gonna if you're gonna ding Carson Wentz for not staying healthy, we can't yeah. we can't even consider Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree. But that's actually it is a little bit more than I thought. Yeah, me too. But I think the flip side is you could make you you know if we were having this discussion two years ago in October, uh, it would have been like it would have been Aaron Rodgers, and that's it. Who has more upside than him over the next two years? I would say, or or as much upside as him over the next two years. Baker Mayfield. I mean, aside from like the Rodgers, Breeze, Brady camp. I mean, they count. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're they, still. They it, probably deserve they as much upside. They deserve to be in there. Baker I would say, Mayfield, I would Mahomes, say Mayfield, Andrew Luck, Mahomes, Luck. It shrinks it down a little Flacco, bit. Flacco, I guess. Yeah. Eli, two rings. So what did we learn from this exercise? I'm, like, confused. I don't yeah, even know I'm how not sure when we learned anything. We learned that we <laughs> were able to get six minutes of podcast out of it. These idiots, why did they give him that extension? Yeah. <laughs> really ruined Trey Elston's week. I thought he, you know, he thought it was going to be the big ticket item. I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do know. I kind of know who that is. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. What else? Should we? But yeah, I, I think this started with my floor argument, right? So even if he doesn't, you know, if he's playing banged up or if he's not himself or things aren't going, you know, if he doesn't return to that 2017 form, it's like, all right, you know, he's 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 not he's not like somebody who's going to kill you or be the you know terrible throwing interceptions all over the place like he's probably going to be a little bit above average yeah i think that's right so and i mean well you know they they have made the decision that carson Wentz is their quarterback of the future long ago um but like the fact that they have more information on him in the building than anybody else uh means that they get a a little bit of some small benefit of the doubt in in terms of what he's going to be like long term Personality-wise, I'll tell you what. I don't think they should be. Uh, I don't think anyone should be thinking long term. I I wrote in the piece. I don't. You know, through the duration of this contract, I don't know if he'll have, have a better group of uh, pass catchers than he has in 2019. Well, I think that's right. And and I mean, this is. It, it, we should once again talk about the same thing that that we've talked about before. Is that uh, you know the majority of this roster is is still on the older side, even though some of that uh, older fat has been trimmed this off season. Um, you know, their window is now. And once this extension kicks in, uh, it's going to mean even it's going to make it even more important that they're able to, to draft well, uh, which is which is one of the reasons why we think it's a little bit silly that they've only had 10 picks in the last two drafts. But uh, this this contract, the length of this contract, will see the rest of the Eagles roster uh, reshaped, I think, in a uh, extreme fashion. Field Yates had an interesting tweet, and I like Field Yates. Always has been very nice to me. He okay. tweeted out Eagles veteran he's players. Like, he's like your Phil Martelli? Sure. Eagles veteran players now signed for at least three more seasons, oh, and it's I, like— I didn't think that this was that interesting, but go ahead. Well, no, he had like a decent list, but what I found funny was like the, the last name, yeah, Isaac, Isaac Sayamalo. That's what I thought was funny, too. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> But, uh, well, who are the guys who will be here? Let, let's play this. Who are the guys who will be here 
on the last year of Carson Wentz's on the last contract. year of his contract. I don't know. Is that a good question? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, there uh, the, the odds are there's going to be like three guys. Goddard on. You don't think Ertz will be there still in 2024? How far away is that? Six years away. How old is Ertz? You wrote the story. His mom wants him to retire. He's 28. He's gonna be. He would be 34. Oh, is that that old? Six years of football. He's gonna play six more seasons of football. It does that doesn't feel crazy to me? All right, I'm I'm taking the under. Taking the under. Maybe that's a lot. I guess statistically speaking, I mean, you're right. The, the Eagles should hope that Arcega Whiteside is still around. They should hope that Derek Barnett is still around. Uh, like Dillard, you should hope that Dillard is still around. That's three. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Avante Maddox. Uh, like I'm I'm scrolling through the roster right now. Goddard probably. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting because everybody Wentz, else I think, is like, you know, Wentz will be what thirty one at the end of this contract. I think that's right. Yeah. So it, it's it's kind of fascinating that like. At that time, they, you know, let's say they, he has a nice career until then, and he's up for this new deal. It'll be like a, a complete second, maybe a third phase, I guess, of his career then yeah. with just all these people who are doing, uh, I don't know, are playing high school football right now or are freshmen in college. You think Thorson is still going to be around? Uh, on this earth, yes. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, man. I've never seen someone enjoy a practice more than you enjoyed watching Clayton Thorson struggle on uh, Wednesday's OTA. That's not true. I actually don't pay. Uh, I <laughs> pay very little. I, I, yeah, I pay a lot of attention when Wentz is playing. I pay like, uh, you know, 65% of attention when Sudfeld is out there. And then I'm, you know, trying to make people, uh, trying to crack some jokes or make small talk or look at my phone when anyone else is out there okay so i really couldn't i couldn't even tell you i don't even have an opinion that's not true you saw his interception and you were able to tell me that it wasn't thorson it was in, in fact cody kessler who threw an interception earlier in practice yeah i so i saw a kessler interception yeah but that means you were paying attention enough to know like whatever you're such a stickler <laughs> Um, I, I, I do feel like I have to, uh, I, I owe it to the listeners to say that maybe it's time for me to revisit some salt and sweet combinations. I've been thinking about this. The pushback has been immense from people who usually are on the same side as me. And I know I have to realize that there are uh, taste buds evolve. There are certain things that I didn't like growing up that I have come to enjoy Pickles, for instance, um, and then there, you know, there are other things that I still don't like, like olives. Disgusting. But those are olives are terrible. Oh, disgusting. Ugh. My wife likes an olive, and I—it's probably the biggest disagreement in our marriage. Um, so, what's your uh, what's your your pickle? What do you? I like a pickle. Like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a you know buy a jar of pickles, eat it out of the uh, jar type guy, but like. Uh, you know, as a as a gateway pickle, I'll I'll take a side pickle with a sandwich and and munch on that guy. I used to really hate pickles, so that, you know I'm dipping my toe. 
Um, but so, you know, I'll give and, – and listen, I had a – I think that I said this the other day. I had a, a chocolate chip cookie with sea salt that I thought was sublime. So maybe that was, uh, maybe that was the beginning for me. So, you know, maybe I'll revisit a, a chocolate-covered pretzel. If you have another uh, salt and sweet combination that you think I would enjoy that I, that I need to try, let me know, and I'll, I'll report back. I've, I've, I'm, I'm trying, you know, self-improvement. I'm trying to... Uh... I don't believe in that. You don't believe in that? No. Yeah, I think that tracks. Okay. All right. Do you know, Anything else? Do you know that um, the Old Town Road song, which that video of, of, uh, of him performing in front of the kids, fantastic. I knew that, you know, like, I know that the name of the song is Old Town Road. And for like... The first month, I still thought that the lyrics were going to take my horse to the hotel room instead of Old Town Road. The hotel room. Take my horse to the... Okay. It's not a bad remix. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. And I knew that it didn't make any sense, but that's just what I thought it was. I I think my ear for lyrics is not very good. Could be. Can we we cut a promo on uh, on Holzhauer here? What do you mean? Can we can we put to rest this deifying of uh, a, a guy who revolutionized in some way the game is played, but is nowhere near the conversation of the greatest of all time? Well, I don't think it's his. Uh, uh, this this we need a lo- longer conversation about this. Okay, you're cutting it off. Well, I mean, it's not his fault. It's probably more it's not, the uh, not his fault with his weird smile. Okay. Well, we're Team Rudder. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows that. Anything good from OTAs that you saw this week? I mean, you were there. You weren't watching, but you read the pieces. I kind of watched this time. Yeah, that's true. You were there earlier than I expected. You know, I do actually, one of my takes, <laughs> and this is weird timing, uh, I thought people were going a little bit overboard with Carson Wentz's performance. So do I. I said, yeah. <laughs> He has, he has not been like spectacular, and he wasn't. He didn't do anything the other day with like no receivers. But uh, yeah, the, the offense didn't do much, and also like we've he's seen been fine. It's a mini camp. Seen, it's like you're talking seven on seven, no contact. He should be good against backup cornerbacks. What do you make of what do you make safeties. of like the Boston media? They all like keep track of Tom Brady's completion percentage in like mini camps. Boy. I would definitely not be doing that at this after <laughs> after having covered him for how for many so years? long. Who cares what Tom Brady does in OTAs? I most likely would not be attending those OTAs <laughs> if I were covering the team. Like I can't even imagine. Well, um, no, but I, I think Wentz has looked good. He's looked fine. I think physically he's looked good. That's been encouraging. We've talked about the connection with Deshaun Jackson has been good, but. Uh, I don't know. We've seen, and the other thing is, we've seen four practices out of how many? Twelve? Something like that. Something like that. So we see a small sample size, and it's not like the offense is just lighting up the defense. I mean, I think on most days the defenses had the upper hand. I would say, right? The practices we've seen. Um. Yeah. I mean, unless Carson Wentz is throwing it to Deshaun Jackson. Right. So. So that was one of my takeaways from. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I mean, he, he's Jay- moving around well and he's throwing yes. the ball well. That's good. 
Our Sega Whiteside had a nice catch there in the red zone. He did, uh, it, but th- it wasn't like a nice catch. It was a nice move. No, it was a nice move. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was not like, one of those contested catch. Like this is why we this is why we drafted him. What What do you think about that cornerback, thirty eight McKinnon? Jeremiah McKinnon. It was funny. Yeah. It was interesting because he had a very good day, other than that play in which he got juked out of his pants. I feel like the, in the practices we've seen, he's kind of been like my. Uh, Oh, he's your new big mouse. I mean, I don't think he's going to be on the team, he's but like, he's uh, at best the seventh corner. Right. Uh, but it does seem like an inordinate amount of time where it's like the defense makes a good player. There's a that's pass true. He's around the ball. Something. Yeah, I feel like it's been him a lot of times. He's around the ball. Oh. I think the I think like the bigger thing with OTAs is like the receivers who are not doing anything. Like if you have hope for um, like a Braxton Miller. Or a Shelton Gibson, they should be they should be showing up in in these situations, and they're not. Correct. Correct. Everything is slanted towards the offensive players in these drills and these practices. And so, if a guy does, you know, when a guy does look good, you need to take it with a grain of salt. And when a guy does not look good, that's generally a very bad sign because if they can't flash in yeah, this setting, yeah, they can't flash now. Yeah. Unless they're just some kind of like you know, physical beast like a, I you know I guess if, if someone like our Sega Whiteside were not playing great right now, right. I guess you could talk yourself into well you know he is someone who technically should be better mm-hmm. when the pads come on and he can be more physical. Now he has flashed quite a bit, so that's not the case. But that's like the the rare occasion, you know the the Pumphreys, the Boston. You know I have, I don't think Boston Scott like. What are your what's your takeaways with him? Listen, I'm I'm you know, I created Boston Scott, so I'm glad that he's getting this pub, but I I don't think that he has been like fantastic. Uh he's I mean, it's not he's, he, first of all, you know, you can't judge running plays at all, but uh you know, he catches the ball well and he fields uh punts and kicks fine, but you you can't really tell. He looks I mean, he looks fast to me, but I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, this guy's this guy's great. Yeah, I would agree with. That. I I haven't seen much. I mean, that, he looks uh, uh, right now in this situation. He looks better than uh, Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood and Donald Pumphrey, but he should. I don't even know that I would say he's looked better than Donald Pumphrey. That's not fair. It's just from my eye test. That's not fair. Okay. Well. That's how I feel, and you can't change my mind. Let's talk a little. Let's talk a little. Our Sega White side. You dropped uh, dropped a banger today. It was fine. Well, everybody, go read that story. We, maybe we won't we won't give away the details. But what did you? What, how did? How was your time in South Carolina? I kind of liked South Carolina. Was a bit of a surprise. I would not expect myself to like South Carolina. I had never flown into Spartanburg, Greenville. Is that the airport? That sounds right. Uh, I never. I never spent any time there. I enjoyed my stay. What would you like about it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the people seemed pleasant. I'll tell you this. This didn't make the story. Yeah, give, uh, us, give us the cutting room floor stuff. Yeah, I was trying. I wanted to find a way to get this into the story, but it was like it, it just didn't fit, and I didn't want to force it. But uh, his high school, J.J. Arcega Whitesides High School, Dorman High School in Roebuck, South Carolina – is like the nicest high school I've ever seen, and sh- and his mom was is the uh, basketball coach. His mom right. is the basketball coach there. 
Uh, Adam Humphreys, the Titans' new slot receiver, oh, went to the same high, high school. You like an Adam Humphreys. Uh, I like an Adam Humphreys. It's a public school. This isn't like uh, – it's not like, you know, some kind of rich area or something. This is the story. If I were a good reporter, I would have gone down there intending to write about our Sega Whiteside but done some story about how did this high school – like what's the story behind this high school? Interesting. It, it looks like a small college. Like you, you drive up. money? Do I think it's what money? Blood money. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Okay. It, <laughs> but it's it's like a little college campus. Like there's different. There's all these different buildings. You know that I met the high school football coach in the athletic facility. Like the weight room looked like an NFL weight room. Uh, I think they had three different gyms. The football uh, stadium seats like thirteen thousand people. I think. Wow. The the basketball arena has like a, a video board, like a legit jumbotron type deal there uh, in the middle. It was just, uh, I was stunned. I was reading up on it. I think there's like a, there's like a subway and like a Papa John's or something oh. like, like for, uh, is, you know, when you have like a, a student center at a, at a college, right. Right, right. like they have something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So. And it's just, and it's just a public school. It's just a public school. So if you're, you know, if, if you're looking to uh, raise some kids and Relocate. you're not sure where to go, I drove by. There was all <laughs> this, like, you know, new construction houses, you know, when they say, Sounds like, a little shady. starting at some price, you know, I, I think there were a lot of, a lot of reasonable housing in like the, the 200,000s, like brand new construction, nice houses. Uh, might, might want to check out old, uh, Spartanburg, Roebuck. I hope I'm. They got a minor league right. baseball team in Spartanburg, right? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's right. I was there for about 24 hours. I've, I mean, you've never been more excited about anything. It may have been, you know, the so it, this was, the week for me was I went to Worcester, Massachusetts, uh, on a, a Sunday to see Jeffrey Lurie's commencement speech, and uh, I did not enjoy that. And then I went to Spartanburg later in the week, and I thought it was a breath of fresh air. Wow. Spartanburg greater than Worcester. I'll the tell you that. The Spartanburg Spinners were a minor league baseball team located in Spartanburg, South Carolina, but they okay. are now defunct. Okay. Nicely, it seemed like a nice, diverse school. I saw, I didn't see many in Indian, I'll be honest, but uh, yeah, it seemed like. Uh, I think uh, Aziz Ansari is from South Carolina. I think that's right. Hmm. South Carolina, India. I'm not sure where. Yeah, you don't see those every day. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Indians, I, I want to get your your take on the uh, whether we can call the spelling bee champion sports Indians. Oh man, I I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I thought I was. Were you a little worried? Comment comment on the recent election or like what i'm like oh god it's uh 11 o'clock i just wrote this wednesday thing please uh can we call them sports indians i don't know did you catch up on the spelling bee i know you had been watching no the NBA finals. no i i think we uh i think it's DVR'd on our dvr it. thanks for reminding me okay you gotta watch you gotta watch my girl um i forget her name now so okay. i guess she's not my girl hold That's on nice of you uh, let me let me find it. I did win the spelling bee in second grade, you know. You did. Yeah. What was the what was your winning word? Well, I knocked out like 
a bunch of people on beginning. Okay. And then I won it on Kangaroo. Kangaroo. That's when I. Interesting. That's when I peaked, though. Yeah. You're still looking this up, huh? Yeah. Well, she was awesome. She was very likable. Okay. She was also a good field hockey player. Her name so they've they've is... got this out of the way. They have a yeah. That's camp. what I thought it was. Shruthika. Okay. Or Shruthika. 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 Mm. Of Cherry Hill. Okay, a local. Can, yeah, I know. Okay. Let's see if That's we can nice. see if we can do a story. South Jersey Indian, right there. We were discussing. We really should go to the spelling bee next year. And My brother just, went. Like, I'm very jealous. Yeah, but we should go and cover it like it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm in. Live pod, post game pod. I mean, I'm in. Completely. Long features. Yeah. We'll see how you feel when you're. We at uh, my so at my you'll, pre- you'll at, be the, you'll be the minority in there. I'll be showing you the ropes. That's right. That's true. At my previous job, I know you like you like job uh, stories about my previous oh, job. Oh yeah, you got the best day of my time there was when um, we showed up and it was the day of the spelling bee, and one of my coworkers had set up a uh, a fantasy spelling bee draft, and so we each drafted. I think. Four spellers. I want to say there were about eight of us, and we had it on all day long. So you know you've got the afternoon stuff too. And uh, that was the year that uh, there was a two-way tie, and me and the guy who organized it. Shout out to Tom. Uh, we were co-champions. Highlight highlight of the job, I would say. Very good. Sorry, I had to respond to Pistol Pete. What did he say? The story was bad. Yeah. I said, thank you. <laughs> All right. So they, uh, what, Carson Wentz has a press conference on Monday, I believe. Is it a presser or a conference call? Oh, I don't know. I hope it's a presser because Lord knows that our group of reporters oh, does not know press- how to <laughs> yeah, work right. a conference call. It says press conference, okay. yeah. Press conference. Then oh, we'll great. Have the we three- have to go in four days next week. Okay. St- <laughs> Are you complaining? <laughs> Uh, Eagles went bowling on their last day OTAs. What did you think of that? Um, I thought that, that that they might do one of those one of those uh, not surprise not practice deals. Who do you, who would you guess would be the best bowler? I would, would I guess, guess I would guess Jake Elliott. It seems like he's the best at all those things. Yeah, that would be my guess. I think that's a safe safe bet. Some of the Instagram videos I watched, I was not impressed with sort of the bowling mm. form of How's uh, your many bowling of those game. Games. It's okay. Are we going long now and so uh, on a non-football way that we're going to get complaints about not talking football? Listen, it was a very controversial episode last week. I told between, you. I told you. I was I, midway through that episode. I couldn't believe how much football we were talking. Yeah. Between your hatred for sweet and savory and us going off topic, uh, got some feedback. Although we have gotten quite a few reviews. I think there's a chance we could get 25 by the end of uh, minicamp. Which, of course, if you have not listened, if you're if you're just you know parachuting into the Carson Wentz reaction podcast, go back and listen to the last episode in which Sheil reveals that he thinks he has discovered the best public toilet in Center City, Philadelphia. And then, if you are uh, moved to want to find out that information, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review with hashtag Sheil's Toilet. I have to say. 
that I hope this isn't getting hyped up too much. You hyped it up. You are you are solely responsible. Listen, I had a few cocktails. I wrote down a note, and I shared it. I'm not responsible for anything else. All right. Anything else? Uh, the answer is no. Okay. Really. Yeah. All right. All right. I guess we'll talk Tuesday. Unless unless Carson Wentz shows up on Monday and like really drops some bombs at his press conference. Correct. He says like. Now that I'm signed, I can finally speak my mind. I thought it was interesting. You know, the the, uh, the uh, phrasing of agreed to terms instead of signed is always funny when like the guy's in the building and he's shaking hands with the owner. Like he couldn't have just he couldn't have just sign the deal. No, I think they just have to get all the paperwork in order. All their ducks in a row. Yeah, that would be quite an amazing storyline, though, if he just like started unleashing now uh, that i'm now that i'm here i don't believe in god um i love all animals i hate doug peterson (laughs) and i hate philadelphia (laughs) yes if that happens we will we will do an emergency pot yeah are you worried about the turkeys uh, the whole hunting culture makes me a little uncomfortable. I'll say that. Oh, that reminds me. Last, this will be the last question. Oh, God. Okay. Someone yeah. asked. It was a good question. If you, if if the Eagles signed you to this deal, what's the first big purchase you would make? First big purchase I would make, I probably would probably be a house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that seems pretty easy. I, w- I would upgrade my living situation. We got this big stucco problem. We got contractors coming left and right. My wife's giving me prices of what it's going to take. Listen, if anybody out there, if you are a stucco expert or like an, an expert on how water gets into these homes or uh, a contractor or you know a contractor looking for work, uh, you know, we want someone reliable and trustworthy. It sounds like we're going to have to pay a lot. It could be a business opportunity for you. We just need someone we can trust. Or if you're an expert on such things, you know, and you can give me a solution that does not require us peg the kind of money that I'm hearing right now, uh, I also want to hear from you. I will. Sounds uh, like you're a stucco. What's our, uh, bir- what is it? Birds with friends podcast at gmail.com. Birds with friends podcast at gmail.com or just hashtag shield stucco shield at the athletic.com. Any of this, please. We need help. I mean, I have no idea what's going on. That's tough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would, I would move into a new house. <laughs> okay. Would you leave all your stuff behind? You just plop right into a new house. Aside from a brand new hunting rifle. Uh, which I think is everybody's first purchase. I would probably, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not going big on the house, I, we, I, we could use a new couch. I know my wife wants a new couch. There you go. Yeah. That's all. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. As, uh, as always, for Shield, I'm Bo, and we love you.